And welcome back to another Detroit Pierce podcast. I'm still logged out on my original Twitter. Look, I've done everything. I've read things. I've I've researched it. I've done everything. I'm still logged out. That doesn't stop us. If you go to at Detroit underscore Pierce now, that's my new Twitter account. Find me there. We're going to do that until I get the original one back. I'm on Instagram now. I'm even going to start doing some TikToks, I guess. I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm doing it all now. That's, that's just how you're supposed to do it. So now I'm back. I'm figuring it out. Got the podcast going. I'm still growing this thing. I don't even care if it's a restart. I have you guys. I have you guys that have my back. I love you guys. So let's get right into it, all right? First topic of the podcast has to be Stafford is traded to the Rams. Two first-rounders, a third-rounder, and Goff. This front office has started off with easily an A-plus trade. Easily. You not only get a quarterback that people forget. He was a Super Bowl quarterback two years ago. You get two first-rounders and a third-rounder? Yeah. I'm not saying Jared Goff is the answer and he's going to take the Lions to the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. But he still can play. He could still has that talent. Yeah, he was in a great offensive scheme with Sean McVay, blah, 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 blah. He's got all these great wide receivers. Look, I think Jared Goff, I think Jared Goff can take the Lions to a seven-win season. Kind of be the bridge between Stafford and the next quarterback. I'm looking at you, DJ, the quarterback out of Clemson. He could be the bridge to the next season, the next chapter of the Lions. They have two years left on his contract, then they can cut him, or they have him for four years. I think it's not that bad of a deal if we keep Goff. Now, I'm hearing that they might trade him still. But if if we still have him, not too bad of a situation. Something that I find interesting about the draft and about the NFL, I've, I, I harped on it a couple weeks ago, is the fact that we're in a, that the NFL is in a situation where the majority of teams don't have a quarterback. Now, with this trade, the Lions have two quarterbacks. Let me explain. They have Jared Goff, who is a serviceable quarterback. He's kind of like a Kirk Cousins. You put him in the right system, he can get you to the playoffs and win you a couple games. But... You also have that seventh pick, and in that seventh pick, you're going to have Trey Lance, you're going to have Justin Fields, or Zach Wilson. One of those three, I even think Kyle Trask, by the time the uh, by the time the draft comes, is going to go up a lot of draft boards. People are going to look at his stats, look at his talent, and I think he's got the right type of build for an NFL, for an NFL gig. But what I'm trying to say is in that seventh pick, you have that quarterback. And the NFL does not have any quarterbacks. There is not many quarterbacks out there. And the Lions have two of them. In theory, that's a pretty good spot to be. You're working with house money. Personally, what I think the Lions are going to do is I think they're going to take that seventh pick. They're going to trade down to the Colts or the Patriots, get a lot of draft capital, and start building for the future. This next season is not the season. We're not going to have a good season. But next year, we're going to have one, two, three first-round picks, maybe three, but definitely two first-round picks. They're making the right moves. And that's the first time that we've ever said that in Lions history. Holy crap, this front office is great. I've never said that ever. I had to make you feel good. This is the first move that Brad Holmes has had to make. And he nailed it. Nailed it. Because now it's just, you know, it could be anything. It's a lot of fun. But now the question is, what are you going to do with that seventh pick? There's already rumors that they're still going to pick a quarterback, which I don't love, but I don't hate 
It all depends about what you do with Goff. You could still pick Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle. You could pick Parsons out of Penn State. You could do a whole number of things. Now the Lions are a weapon on the market. On the trade market and in the NFL, they are a weapon and they have pieces. If you re-sign Galladay, you got things to work with. You don't have a bad team. Next year, if you have Galladay, Waddle, Goff, Kerryon Johnson, Swift, that's not a bad team. It's not a bad offense. Obviously, you got to redo the defense. But I'm telling you, think about it. Goff, let's say we pick Waddle, keep Galladay, Hawkinson, Swift, Kerryon Johnson in a good defense, pick up a couple guys in the free agency, maybe get a couple of draft picks in the second round, third round. I hate to say it, but that that's a seven-win, maybe eight-win team. I'm very high. I'm very high on this team. You could cut that out of context, and that'd be really bad. But I'm very high on this team. I'm very high. All right. But here's the thing that I love about this trade the most, about the Stafford trade, is that you give the franchise quarterback Stafford for all of, for all of his career, probably going to have number nine retired, you give him a situation that he wants. You give him a situation that he wants. They could go to the Super Bowl next year. I'm just very happy that the front office didn't trade him to the Jets. I'm very happy they didn't trade him to the Bears. They did it right. They made sure Stafford was set up for next year. That's something I'm really proud of. But the funniest story to come out of all of this is easily, is easily the fact that Matt Stafford said, look, I'll go anywhere. But remember that coach? that I just had, Matt Patricia, I am not going there. I am not going to New England. That just shows you how awful Matt Patricia was. That Matt Stafford, one of the nicest human beings in the NFL, was like, anywhere more that guy is. That's hilarious. That is so funny to me. <laughs> Matt Stafford was like, I... You, I know I know Bill Belichick's great. I know that the Patriots have a win now mentality. I get it. But look, I hate Matt Patricia so much. I don't want to go there. I don't even want to be in the same room as him. That's hilarious. Hilarious. But yeah, now now he's with the Rams, Sean McVay. Good offense scheme for him. He's got a couple of wide receivers that he can throw to in uh Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. He's got a good running back situation. And he's got a great defense. I'm just I I think the Ram, I right now way too early mock draft or way too early uh, predictions. Rams could win the NFC. Now I know I'm supposed to root against him because that's our pick, but you know in the grand scheme of things, I want Stafford to win. He's done. He's he's done enough. He's done enough for this city. He's done enough for this franchise. I hope he wins the Super Bowl. Nobody would be happier than me. All right, moving on. Super Bowl. Week starts now. All of the craziness down in Tampa is happening now. Chiefs Bucks. It is baby goat versus the goat. It is the Chiefs Bucks. Bucks at home, but they're plus three and a half over and under 57. I'm taking Bucks plus three and a half and the under. That is my official Super Bowl prediction. I might even sprinkle money line Bucks. But I think that the Chiefs win in a close game. I, I, I do. I think the Chiefs are a good team. I, I think that they hang in there. If they get down early, though, 
the Bucks haven't because they have this tendency in the playoffs where they get down early and then the, and then the other team just kind of lets it slip away or the Chiefs come all the way back, a la the 49ers, a la the Texans game last year for the Chiefs. The Bucks have the capability. They've got the coaching and they've got the talent to really hold you down, though. So if the Chiefs get down early, I don't know if they can come back against the Bucks. Not against Tom Brady. You got to be up and you got to you got to keep going. But I do think it's a low-scoring game. I think the Chiefs' offensive line is a little banged up. That front seven for the Bucks is really strong. Vita Vey's back. Sue Barrett, JPP. That's pretty. That's pretty tough. I'm gonna take that defense. I think that the Bucks' offense sometimes can't really get it going. They always kind of look a little janky, except for against the Lions. LOL. But I think that the Bucks keep it under, and I think they cover. But I think the Chiefs win by like two or three. They win close. That is my official prediction. Moving on, Pistons. The, this week, can, can somebody explain the Pistons to me? This week, they lose to the Cavs. Never were in it. Not a single second. Then they beat the Lakers. The whole way. A beatdown. Then they go to Oakland and they get killed by Golden State. I understand losing to Golden State. But how do you beat the Lakers but get killed by the Cavs? I mean, I didn't even watch this. I didn't even watch the first half of the Lakers game because I was just like, "Well, they're just throwing in the towel. Why should I even try?" But then they beat them. What? I don't understand. Somebody's got to explain the Pistons to me. I'm wearing my Pistons sweatshirt right now. I'm obviously watching and dying, but I'm like, how? Except for the first half of the Lakers game, and I didn't watch any of the Golden State game. The games are late. I can't stay up. But you get the point. I don't understand. I understand this team? They just stink and then they beat the lakers whatever i guess that's fun they're still gonna be, get a top five pick i guess moving on red wings red wings tonight lost to the florida panthers got swept they've lost six straight and i don't see a win coming soon two against the lightning two against the panthers two against the predators and then two against the blackhawks two six and two Look, I, we all knew that they were going to be bad, but can we just, like, I don't know, win an overtime game? <laughs> it's been a while. Did we win one? Two overtime losses in this six-game losing streak? Could, could you win one in overtime? It's asking a lot. I understand. Lost, that loss against the Stars was pretty tough. That loss against the Stars was pretty – I think that was kind of the nail on the – I was like, ah. But whatever, man. 2-6-2. Two, and two. It's going to be better. It's going to be all right. It's a bad season. Everything sucks. It's not just the Red Wings that stink. It's not just it's it's everybody. Everybody stinks. I can't even blame the Red Wings. They're on a six-game losing streak, and I I, I just shrug it off like, yeah, it's kind of normal around here. How's that? How's that have possible sense? How's that a possible thought? <sighs> Whatever. Don't worry. Twenty twenty-three is our year. We're all two teams. Tigers and Red Wings are good. I swear. 2023. If you can hang on that long, they're going to be good then. They are. All right. Ending thought. I actually didn't write anything down for this. Ending thought. My ending thought tonight is the fact that the Lions are moving on to the next chapter. It's looking better. The Pistons are obviously going to get a top five pick. The Red Wings are obviously going to get a top five pick. And the Tigers are obviously going to get a top five pick. I hope you like mock drafts. I hope you love drafts. Because you're going to get really good picks here soon. I think the Lions are going to do the right thing with seven. I don't know if they trade down or pick somebody. 
I think the Red Wings have a lot of good uh, a lot of good chances in their draft. I think the Pistons are going to get the top five pick, and there's a couple of good pieces that they can pick from in this next pool. And I think the Tigers have a couple of good pieces that I like. I like Lighter's Kid. I like a couple of hitters right there. I hope you like drafts because we're going to be doing a lot of mock drafts here soon because that's all we have. That's all we have to live for as a Detroit fan. That's it. That's all we got. All right, tweet at me what your mock drafts are. If you can't find me, uh, I'm at Detroit underscore Pierce for the time being. I might, yeah, and then I'm also on Instagram, Detroit Pierce. I'm on TikTok, Detroit Pierce. Tweet at me, find me, slide in my DMs. I always love hearing from you. Uh, I always love posting. I just love this account. I love talking with you guys and interacting with you. It's my favorite thing in the whole entire world. I truly, truly mean that. It's hard to explain to my friends and family what the heck this is. I don't even know what this is sometimes, but it's a lot of fun for me. So that's what's important. So God bless. I love you guys and go Detroit sports.